Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. A poor soul of noble origins, a squire tested in battle, a knight errant forged in Camelot, a man strengthened by love. Join Adam as Sir Gulliston and Craig as the Game Master in Blood and Lust, a King Arthur Pendragon duet game of chivalry and mythic adventure. Let us win glory for our king, who will reward us with honors and lands, and the devil take the hindmost. Before we start off with uh, year 533, um, we're just going to go over a couple of rules that we've been missing. Um, there is a rule about getting glory bonuses for some of your courtly skills when you're at a feast. So now that you are a full-fledged knight, um, you would take one one-thousandth of your glory, so one, and add it to some of your uh like courtly skills when you're like attending a feast or making like an app roll, because as you're more glorious, as you're prettier, people tend to give you more leeway, leeway to stuff. So you could, you get a plus to your uh, skill one for dancing, because even if you step on your partner's toes, Oh, you're a glorious knight. You're forgiven a little bit. And that's every thousand. So if you if and when you hit your next thousand marks, it will go up to plus two. And additionally, another thing we forgot to go over was fashion bonuses. So you did get um, your three lira outfit from Sir Amran the previous year. You should have been getting uh, um, additional modifiers for that. However, I re-listened to it and I made a mistake. So we're just gonna gonna kind of uh, hand wave that out. <laughs> On one of them, so it does go down to two this year, and it will continue to, to drop in value one a year until it kind of becomes rags, which is how a lot of um, knights and squires would get their clothes. It'd be like hand-me-downs from the rung above them, and they start to get worn out after you wear them pretty much every day for a year. And a little bit, a uh, little bit yellowed, a little bit patchy, but still not too too bad. Well, luckily for Sir Golston, it started off pretty nice, and as it gets more yellowed, it'll look closer to your colors anyways. This is very intentional. And then black hides stains very well. When it gets too dirty, I'll just dye it black, uh, but in the meantime, the uh, the yellowing uh, whites will, will just be perfect. So it's still a very, very nice um, set of clothes, and... For this next year, it's going to do quite um, well. Uh, one, before we get into winter phase, uh, one thing that uh, Sir Golston would have learned over the past um, autumn was Lady Lywin, who is the widow of Sir Amran, and her uh, young younger daughter, uh, Aviel, um, they, they left their demands, their manor, in the care of their stewards and decided to stay with uh, relatives in Brittany. So you probably heard that through Sir Gregor and, you know, the whole grapevine that uh, all you knights have. It's very tragic for them. So one final bit of bookkeeping before we get into winter phase uh, from the last adventure, you should be getting plus two to your hospitality passion and check your honor. We're doing this now because the order of operations in winter phase will matter. All right. That's all set. All right, so we're going to go and start winter phase 
for 533 with a yearly event. So can you make the first D20 roll? Two. Two is good fortune. Can you make me another D20 roll and add five to the result? Eight. All right. And can you uh, roll me 2D6, please? Five. So what is a courtly skill that uh, Sir Golston has been wanting to improve? Um, Let's see. Is courtesy a courtly skill? Uh, it is. Um, I think you have a pretty decent courteous score. I think it's just um, after last time, he's just, uh, I don't know. He, he does kind of like feel like he insulted his host a little bit, even though it might not have been perceived that way. He's still kind of just like reeling over, over how that went. Um, but uh, he would love to be a better dancer. Okay. Um, so do you want to choose dancing or courteous? Courtesy? Dancing. All right. Well, apparently Sir Gregor agreed with you that you need to get better for dancing with all the um, events coming up. So uh, for the next five years, you're going to be getting automatic checks in dancing because you found a mentor, someone who's going to be teaching you to dance better. That's awesome. Do they have a name? Uh, they might. Uh, who? What do you... Th- what kind of name do you think it'd be? Okay. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like a, a, a dance, a dance professor. I, I, I'm imagining he, he I'm comes like from French. some foreign land. Yeah, yeah. Like Aquitaine or something. Yes. Okay. Uh, you go the standard Jacques. I like Jacques. We'll go Jacques. All right. So for the next five years, you'll be getting automatic checks in dancing. So that was actually a pretty cool uh, yearly event. The next step, of course, will be experience. So at this point, um, just go down and check, get all your uh, checked skills, passions, and traits and roll to try to fail them. Uh, Let me know what the differences are. We don't have to go line by line. All right. I'm going to take a minute here and roll these out, starting with my personality traits. And don't forget to give yourself a check in dancing because this came before the rolling. Sorry, I'm just uh, taking a second here because uh, my traits just got like really messy and I'm just kind of like uh, need to do a little bit of erasing to figure out like <laughs> so I can easily tell you which ones. What the I... actual values are. Exactly. That's part of the game. Okay, so. What do we got? Not uh, not a lot has changed for Ghost in this winter year. Um, so my chase went up to 13. Uh, my energetic went up to 15. Um, my reckless went up to two. And otherwise, my personality remained unchanged in these times. Um, as far as my passions, uh, those all remained the same. Uh, that he still he still feels about the same, uh, basically, no, no more or less uh, passionate about things. What is your um, hospitality up to now, though? Uh, my hospitality is uh 19 all right make sure you remember that for your yearly glory okay yep okay definitely factor that in just write that down really quick okay uh for skills my dancing went up one appropriately enough yeah jock uh my hunting went up one and that's it and uh that's that's my winter year a lot of rest and relaxation no, we still have a little bit more. And part of that um, 
wheel, uh, wheel of fates turning means you get one year older, so increase your age by one. What does that uh, make Sir Golston now? 23. Still a young knight in his prime. All right. Um, the next step would be economics. So uh, you are being supported uh, by the late Sir Amron as a rich knight this year. Um, you don't have any children, so if you like, you could just you know take better care of your horse if you want that money to go there. Yeah, definitely. My my horses are my children at this. Point. All right, so I'll I'll allow this the swap of the bonuses because the next part is the stable rolls. So this is the first time you actually had a special horse. So we're gonna roll a stable hole um roll right now. So just basically roll me a d twenty. Higher is better. Six. Your horse is healthy because that would have really sucked to lose him right away. Yeah, I'm kind of like growing, uh, growing really fond of this white charger. I've named him Kelly, and uh, I just I groom him constantly. Or make Baldrick do it. Oh, I do it because I I just think he's such a fine horse. Excellent. So uh, you've you've upped your uh, your horse damage from a D5 to a D6, getting back on a charger. It's even a nicer one than that chestnut one you lost to Sir Aggravine a couple years back. Um, but speaking of the stables, um, there's been a new residence, um, resident who has taken charge of the kennels. So, you know, for a few nights, there was a lot of barking and howling. And then you heard some dog fighting and like you know, Sir Gregor's dog boy had to go and like kind of separate some dogs. And this new dog is sort of like taking charge of everything. He has dominated the other dogs and has driven away or killed the ones who haven't submitted to his leadership. He's like this big black mastiff who like doesn't really listen to anyone, but will take food from you. And you notice that the uh, pups for this spring have all favored his same dark coat. It's a nice dog. Something some about it is really familiar. I think back to that time in the forest, just a, just a year past. With uh, with Baldrick, not even a year's past. It's actually pretty recent. So yeah, I think that would definitely be on my mind. The next step in Winterface is marriage. You are currently not courting anyone, and I don't think you have any reason to start it right now. Uh, seven, you don't have any children. Uh, family events. Uh, could I get a D6 roll, please? Four. Oh, you have a kin event. Can I get a D20 plus five roll? Six. So uh, one of your kin needs a loan of 60 denarii. So you could say yes and give it to him or no and not give it to him. Or you can give him more. How much uh, denarii is a Libra? So a Libra is about 240 denarii. So it's basically a quarter of denarii, a quarter Libra. Does it specify uh, which which kin it is? Uh, we can roll to find out. Um, give me a d20, please. Ten. It's one of your cousins. Yeah, I'm going to do it for sure. Um, you know, I'm trying to keep my generous name. So I, All right. yeah, I'm definitely yeah. going to give it to him. Sure. Um, then you will uh, check your just... And you give them the money. 
How much is it again? A uh, quarter libra, 60 denarii. You could give them more if you like. No, no, just the just the 60. You're not that rich. You just heard that you're living life uh, pretty well, you know, giving extra food to your horse and all. All right, um, next we get to training and practice. So you could choose uh, one of the following. You could change a personality trait, statistic, or passion. You could train skills up to 15 points. That's the one where you get 1d6 plus one skill points. Or you could train one, train one skill up to 20. Um, can I do the the one where it's a 1d6 plus one and you, you, you like spread it out? Yep. Roll it. Okay. Ooh, five points. Okay. So thinking about my, the embarrassment I faced, uh, during the, during the, the, uh, the Queen's, that contest, the Queen's Knights, uh, sorry, what is it called again? The, um, the contest of the Queen's Knights. Yeah. The contest of the Queen's Knights. No, uh, and given- noting, yeah. Noting that she could choose whatever contest she wants for that. It's not always going to be falconry. I think that like he's kind of um he's kind of just like thinking about the things that make him feel like inept, make him just kind of like feel like he's not up to snuff to be a knight and wants to like uh improve on those. So uh let me see. Looking at that, okay, looking at that, um I want to raise my uh courtesy two points. Uh I would like to raise my falconry by one point. And I would like to raise my intrigue by two points. Good choices. Now, as you fill out uh, those new choices, we're going to get into the the final point of winter phase, which is glory. So for year 532, you're going to be getting 259 glory plus your animal. And don't forget that extra 100 for being a, a chivalrous knight. So... um we're doing glory now. Uh, I'm adding 100 for my chivalry, correct? Correct. Okay. Plus, plus the other annual stuff, yep. plus the 259 for the past adventure. You said 259 for the previous adventure? Correct. Plus your annual, plus your 100 glory for chivalrous knight. 2,143. And that actually breaks the threshold for you to be a... Uh, respected knight and your glory bonus threshold and a glory point. So that's a quite a big step for you because in Pet Dragon there is mechanics for when people stop treating you like dirt. So I'm now a respected knight. Yeah. Excellent. News of your deeds have traveled far and wide. So that uh, does give you another glory point. Have you put any thought of where that might go? You could get bigger again. <laughs> um. Oh, that is like so tempting, but I. It's like borderline comical at this point. Um. Could I increase my uh, constitution? Absolutely. So increasing your constitution will bring it up to seventeen. That's your new major wound bonus, and also it might change your healing rate and total hit points a bit. Yeah. Let me check that out really quick before I forget. My total hit points has gone from 35 to 36. That's significant. That one extra hit point uh, might help. Yeah, Golston's just been practicing feats of endurance or just like drinking a lot, maybe. Both have to deal with Khan. So anyways, it is now 533. And as become accustomed 
for you. You're making your way back towards Camelot. Um, it's spring, and you've heard that the king is going to be starting this thing um, called the Pentecostal Tournament. Um, it's basically his big yearly tournament. There's a few uh, smaller ones in the area, uh, but uh, Golston's never really gone to a tournament and Sir Gregor is wanting to kind of go and participate in a few of the events as well. Uh, furthermore, you have uh, word that Sir Gawain, nephew and uh, um, heir presumptive of King Arthur at this time, is organizing a hunt um, with the end goal to capture a unicorn and add it to the queen's growing menagerie. So there's a bunch of cool things going on uh, this year. There's also the Queen's Knights, if uh, Sir Golston wants to give that a try again. But uh, first, as you know, there's a few, you know, things that uh, you're you're tested on as a knight entering into Camelot and spending some significant time there. So one of the things that you are tested on this time is the skill of intrigue. So would you roll your intrigue, please? You you can in passion if you like. Ah uh, no, just barely. Uh, just barely. Um, I almost made it. Uh, nine on a seven. Well, uh, doesn't somebody now have some glory that would boost his skills that are courtly? Okay, how would I how would I use that? So that would be added to your skill. So actually, if your skill is nine and you rolled a nine, that's a crit. Oh, excellent. So uh, first off, check your uh, intrigue. And uh, wow, I, I guess you're overhearing some uh, hot gossip this year in uh, in um, Camelot. So I'm actually just going to read it word for word. So it's basically a, a couple ladies of the court who are chatting. And one of them says to another, have you heard the sad news? Lady Lywin, the brave lady who fought off the evil Sir Burlot last year, just died. Oh, Sir Abernon's wife, I believe it was. She died of a broken heart. Well, I'll tell you, dear, their young daughter is lucky that Earl Wernis is, is, just a, is a just liege lord. She'll stand to inherit a fine holding someday. So a little, little bit of intrigue coming around that basically piques Sir Golston's ears. Yeah, that's definitely interesting. I'm, I'm interested in, uh, in who this uh, Sir Abrin you said? Sir Amrin. Oh, you said Sir Amrin. Okay, Sir Amrin and Lady Lywin. Lady Lywin, his late little widow, just died of a broken heart. Okay, gotcha. I thought you were. I thought you were talking about uh, somebody else's widow. I was like, oh wow. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, wow, that is some hot gossip. Yep, and they have a uh, young daughter who stands to inherit quite a bit. Well, good for her, I guess. She poisoned them. Poisoned her. Just kidding. Uh, I actually, I don't, I don't even uh suggest anything anything foul i say well, yeah. well it's good for it's good for her yeah well uh, what does uh sir golston think of it he thinks wow what a truly terrible situation that seems to keep getting worse first the father then the mother well at least this girl stands to inherit something that's his final thoughts on it. yeah all righty so uh, you're kind of all gathered around outside the Royal Camelot Forest and Sir uh, Gawain is kind of like getting everyone together for that big hunt. 
um, Sir Gregor's there and a lot of the other um, knights that you have kind of met um, in the past uh, couple of years. And they're kind of pairing you guys off um, for teams to go on uh, this hunt. And uh, you are paired with uh, none other than Sir Tor. Um, it kind of takes you uh, a, a while to mem- remember who it is, but then you're like, oh, yeah, that's the guy who can- wouldn't shut up about tennis. So you and Sir Tor are kind of paired up in your hunting party. Um, uh, Gawain is um, with King Arthur, of course, and um, I think... Uh, Sir Gregor's off with um, some other knight you've never seen or heard of before. And the, the hunt is off as the hounds are loosed and the whole lot of you tear away into the forest. Um, can I get some hunting rolls, please? Yes. And um, can I impassion this hunting roll? Absolutely. Um, what sort of uh, thing would impassion you? So basically, once the dogs are... Uh let loose and they're kind of like barking and, and, and running along. I kind of like think about that, that ethereal hound. And uh, I think about how um, I was like afraid of it, but it actually was kind of like watching over me and my squire on our journey. And I get very like invigorated about, um, about like just nature and uh and like the dogs and, and just the whole atmosphere of the hunt and i'm trying to uh trying to kind of just like rile myself up maybe ride a little bit faster on my charger um try to show out for sir tor a little bit and uh i think maybe like leading up to the point where they let the dogs out i probably would have been like talking to him about how you know there's this mastiff in the in the um you know, I'm telling him the story about this mastiff that is just like, you know, just the the alpha of the pack and just like all the other dogs, like, you know, they, they don't even stand close to this to this hound that I've seen. And I'm just like telling him like all about this, this dog. Uh, and then, yeah, just like once the once the hounds are released and that starts happening, I I kick the horse and I, I try to like try to really give it my all. So if you want to impassion, what passion are you going to draw upon for this strength energy? Energetic. Those are traits here. Passions would be like oh, loyalty. My bad. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, probably just my honor. Sure. Yeah. You want to show out like, hey, you're, I'm a respected knight now. I want to show what I'm made of sort of thing. Yeah. So uh, roll your honor. That's a pass. 16 on an 18. All right. So that would make so you'd then be inspired. Uh, you would get a plus 10 on your hunting roll if you choose to do that. So what would your, uh, what's your current hunting skill? Now 11. Now, from, uh, from la- you know, I got, I got better since last time. All right. So you need a, you're, you're rolling pretty well. Um, sorry. If it's 11 plus 10, so 21. So you need to get 19 or better to crit. That's an eight. All right. So you, you pass it. Um, so um, you kind of tear off um, out in the front of the pack. You see only a few people ahead of you. Like you see Gawain and Arthur um, taking off and you're like right on their trail, keeping up with them. Um, Sir, uh, Sir Tor kind of um, 
he's really into the riding thing, but um, he doesn't seem to be really much into the whole hunting thing and being in the woods thing. And um, as you like duck under a tree limb, like it does one of those things where it snaps back and like puts a big rip in uh, his uh, really nice tunic that he wore. And he just looks kind of pissed that, uh, but he kind of keeps up with you and you keep following the, the sound of the hounds um, can I get another hunting roll? That's a 19. So that would be a crit because you're still impassioned for this. So you take care, you, you take off and you actually um, brush past um, Arthur and Gawain. And now you are leading this hunt. It's basically, it's the dogs, then you, and you're kind of like right behind at the dog's heels and you come to a stream. Can I get another hunting roll? Two. So at the stream, the dogs kind of um, pause to kind of sniff the air, um, but you kind of have a full like steam about you. Um, do you want to go uh, left, right, or straight? Because you'd be basically overcoming the hounds if you kept going, or you can stop and wait for the hounds to find the scent again. I'm going to stop and wait for the hounds to find the scent. Uh, I'm kind of like, I feel like the hounds are, are what's guiding me right now. So I'm not going to ride out past them. Sure. Um, it, it takes a while. And during that time, a lot of the other um, knights who were with you kind of catch up and the dogs are sniffing around. And it seems that um, one of them is going like into the stream and kind of following the stream up. And it looks like it's having a hard time following the scent. Um, can you make me a fairy lore roll? Uh, that's a fail. Nine on a two. I must have lost the scent. Anyways, um, a lot of the knights are kind of uh, chattering around. Um, you kind of uh, kind of get a nod from Sir Gawain um, at the progress that you made. Um, but um, a lot of them are kind of trying to decide which way to go. And Arthur suggests splitting up to look for it. So. Um, as King, he decides to go across the stream and take um, um, straight ahead. Would you like to go left or right? Because you are kind of still, you you got there first. So you kind of got a choice in the matter. Sir Tor, let's take left. If we must. And he kind of like crosses the stream in his horse. And like, he's not very, like his horse isn't quite tall enough. So his feet kind of drag and he's like a little fed up with it but he kind of follows you to the left. I'm going to ask him on the way. I'm going to be like, Sir Tor, do you not find pleasure in hunting? Well, sir, I find pleasure in many things. Um, There are certain things that are more pleasurable than others, but this is what the king wants. This is what uh, Sir Gawain wants. So as loyal friends and knights of the round table, we... And then he kind of stops and realizes that he's talking to you and you're not a roundtable knight. Then he says, well, us roundtable knights at least stick together. Ah, uh, indeed. So he checks his loyalty and probably needs to spend another lira on new hose later. But um, he follows you to the left side of the fork. So can I get a, another hunting roll as you're trying to search this area out? Am I still impassioned? Uh, how long are you going to wait around? Uh, or are you just like taking off again? I think I'm probably being a little bit more careful now. I'm not. I'm not really uh, 
you know, I'm I'm not really just like bolting ahead. You know, I'm I'm trying to save the glory for for like Arthur and the and the others, of course. But I I am just trying to like uh you know like do as best as I can. Uh, but um yeah, so I I think I'm just kind of like taking a more careful approach now than like sure. a, like a guns blazing approach. And I got a 19. So okay, so you kind of lost the um trail a little bit and but you're you're still kind of like into it you're still wanting to find it so you'd have to spend some more time looking for it um can you make me an awareness roll please uh nine on a nine all right so it's taking a a long time to try to find the um, path and sir tor kind of like looks around and he's like you know what um i think i'm gonna yeah, I think I'm going to head back. You know, all the more glory to you, man. But um, this is not really my thing. Are you sure? We're we're hot on the trails. I, I can sense it. And you see him like swatting mosquitoes. And he, he, he looks it looks like he like he has like these yellow hose on and they're like brown all the way up through his shins. And he's like, well, again, all the more glory to you. Um, maybe I'll see you later. There's a feast tonight. Uh, indeed, Sir Tor. I'll see you at the feast. Safe travels back. Yeah, and the usually cheery Sir Tor is kind of like muttering to himself how much he loves this sort of activity. But you, on the other hand, as soon as Sir Tor um, kind of uh, disappears, you turn your head and checking your awareness skill because you credit it, um, you see something white and horse-like in the distance. I become very still. Uh, I'm trying to think of, of, of what to do, uh, how to, how to proceed. Uh, do they, do they capture these unicorns alive? I'm assuming they do. Or do they like, do they like hunt them and mount them? Well, the intent was to bring it back alive for the queen's menagerie. Of course. But there is still glory in killing it. I, I, I'm trying to, so I'm, I'm like, uh, I, I probably just spot like a little bit of this, of this white, you know, shape in the, in the bushes. And I'm probably just like frozen still trying to think of what to do. Like, uh, do I walk up to it and try to charm it? Do I try to lure it over with food and, and, uh, maybe, maybe use like a rope to, to tie it. Um, he's like, trying to be careful not to spook it and he's going to step down from his horse and uh just kind of like slowly walk up to it with a little bit of uh horse feed in his hand sure um so you're kind of sneaking along i'm not gonna make you roll hunting again and um you're getting much closer to this thing and um it brings its head up and it notices you but it's not moving i slowly uh put my hand out with the food in my palm and I'm just like, come here now, here now. And I'm trying to like, kind of just like slowly approach it. So you got like uh, some, like a bag of oats or something that you brought in. It puts its nose into it and it starts eating it. And, you know, you start stroking its mane and you realize that it's not a unicorn, but it's a very fine white horse. Like, uh, um, you look at you're looking at it, and it's like some sort of really fancy palfrey. And then you kind of hear in the distance, like uh, a voice saying, "Ah, that's hooks. Ah, that smarts." Oh, sounds like somebody's in trouble. And I'm like still kind of like petting the horse a little bit, and uh, I want to see like if I can um, 
maybe like a, I don't really know like how, how that works, but would he be able to kind of just like, maybe like tie a rope around the horse and like, just like walk it back to the. uh... Yeah, sure. So you probably have like um, a piece of leather or like a rope from your own horse. So you can, you could like loop it around the horse's neck if you like and lead it back over. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Uh, but is there any way I can kind of like secure it and then go go see if I can get closer to where that voice was if somebody's in trouble? Like tie it to a tree? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. just tie it to a tree. I'm I'm going to be right back. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you tie the end of the, um, the rope to a tree. It seems snug enough. So then you kind of like start um, walking alone and you're by yourself at this point. No one else is around. Tor- Sir Tor's long gone. This is not a sort of thing that Baldrick was invited to so it's like you're alone in the woods for like one of the first times in your young life and you hear like this um like it's like a dainty complaints of a woman and you kind of you're you're creeping along and you see um you know she's a she's a young damsel and she's perched on a fallen tree and she appears to be nursing a twisted ankle uh I I see her and I kind of like um I I kind of like straighten myself up and I approach and I I take a knee before her and I'm just like milady you seem to you seem to be injured is there any way I can assist you uh yes yes and she kind of hasn't like really looked away from her ankles yet and she's like ah my horse threw me um and wandered off by those tree by those trees over there uh, would you be a gallant knight and uh, fetch her for me? I'm not liking the thought of having to walk back to the court. Ah, indeed. Stay right here. I believe I found your horse, and I've secured him. Uh, he's just snacking on some oats right now. I'll go retrieve him for you. Stay here, my lady. And she and sort I go of, back and get. She sort of nods. So you uh, you find the you find the horse again um, without a whole lot of effort. It's right where you left it. And I uh, untie it. I'm walking him back over, talking to him the whole time. Uh, I'm just like, uh, Golston's kind of grown really fond of horses ever since getting this white charger in his life. Uh, It's just like, it's beyond just the horses that he's used as like, as like a tool, essentially. And it's kind of like more of like a pet or a friend. And he, he really has just grown attached to the, to the horse. And so he just like really likes horses in general now. So he's just kind of like bringing this horse along, just kind of like, you know, uh, really kind of like gingerly. And uh, he'll kind of try to make a show of his his connection with the horse as he passes it back off to the to the woman in distress, like kind of showing that he has like good control uh, and good like horse handling. Like, you know what I mean? He's kind of trying to like. Uh, Are you trying to show yeah, off a little bit? He's trying to show off a little bit. Yeah, because it's wanna- a girl. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to roll horsemanship? Yes, I do. Nice. I got a one. All right. Uh, it counts. Check your horsemanship. You're not doing anything fancy, but you're maintaining control over it. And you're you're kind of leading this um, horse back over to her. And she's, she's excruciatingly lovely. Like, she has this beautiful red dress on. Um, she has really blue eyes. Her um, dark hair is just like falling and curls are just cascading over her shoulders. And um, she kind of like um, puts her hand on the horse and, um, you know, kind of asks for help up. 
I uh I help her up. And she's um like uh staring down at you, like um petting the horse and says, Oh, thank you, good night. And she's Oh indeed. Yeah, she kind of goes back to like petting the horse's mane and she's like, This is a very lovely horse, but this it's not my horse, though I dare say whoever lost her will be glad she's found. You know what they say about beggars and choosers. I I was so certain it was yours. Uh, a lovely horse, certainly fit for a lovely lady. And he kind of like blushes as he says that. Uh, would you like to roll flirting? Yes. Another one. Yeah, well, it's a success. So check your flirting. And she kind of smiles um, at that and looks down and says, well, I don't wish to abandon my own mare. And um looks look looks at you with these like really beautiful blue eyes and says would you by chance and then the horse bolts i like knights do you like knights too if so check out our scion temptation and 13th age games for more chivalric role-playing